Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Side chat here it is Sunday, June 6th, June 11, 2023. Here, I put my unit back in my pants. Hold up, man, that just started. Jesus, hi, Shane. Hey, man, is this just what you're your, Sunday nights, cocaine nights for you? <laughs> oh, my, I That's left a gorgeous a, jersey. Thank you, man. Colorado Rockies purple jersey. Yeah, I left man. Sunday mass early for this show, so. I dude, I told you we should have stayed. We should have just stayed in the little confessionals there, talked to one another through the booth, or shared a confessional and offered advice and penance to those who then come in. So, could you imagine you walk into one of those things and you're just like, I, "Look, I've been cheating on my wife for 15 years," and we're just like, "Well, you haven't been caught yet." I'd say keep it going. Could you imagine? It'd be a night nightmare. The guy finally has the courage to go into a confessional booth and be honest, and we're just like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. So since we, uh, you know, started here, I want to, uh, I, I want to lead everyone through a prayer to our Lord and Savior, real quick. So everyone, bow your <clears> head, <throat> cross your fingers, hands, whatever you do. Dear Mariah Carey, I lost part of me. When you left, boy, can't you see? Show your respect when you hear me or see me. Hot like the real fever, the real diva. So successful, yet still so eager. No matter what they say, it's on forever. More than ever, we gonna get it together. And MC, you know we belong together. Come on. Amen. Amen. All right, now that we uh, did that, we can get back on. Wow. It got red. Oh, buddy. No, all seriousness, thanks for taking it on a Sunday night. And anyone who did get questions in, thanks for getting them in a day early. Sorry for fucking things up here. Yeah, again, Shane has to fuck everything hold, up. Hold on. I am arguably your easiest host. Name an easier one. Mike and Manny. Hard no. Last week, they didn't even show up. You didn't even know what was happening. You had to change the day entirely. Oh, wait, we're doing this now. Yeah, we're doing it right now. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. When's the last time I had to do this? Exactly. It wasn't that long ago. And what I'm missing for is something that possibly one day benefits you. In your other world, that is. <clears throat> Music. Mm. Could you ever imagine me in an active nonprofit? No. 
Like, could you imagine me being the person that has to go and speak to people and conduct meetings and yeah, no, we're going to, we're going to see how that goes. If the music scene doesn't explode in Bucks County, it's this guy's fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Man. <sighs> mm. Wait, did it sip right into the microphone. I don't care. Can we talk about butthole hair for a second? Sure, we're only four minutes in. May as well throw well, it off I'm the just, rails already. It's not off the rails, off the rails. I'm I'm curious. So, a couple weeks ago, I think I told this story, I can't recall, uh, but my neighbor's wife had mentioned how he really needs to shave his asshole because it was getting too wiry down there. So, when she was doing the favor, giving him the favor, she'd kind of pick through it a little, right? That's... That's uncomfortable, I guess. But I I don't know. Is this a normal practice for, for people? I'm seriously asking. Like, are you a regular butts hole shaver? Not uh, particularly. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like, and look, hey, big fan of third input over here. Big fan. But you kind of like, like, I don't go to McDonald's expecting a steak. You get what you pay for. If you're going to mess around in the third input, might be a little hair. It's not going to get the attention that, the, that the, the frontal goods get. But then, in a casual-like conversation at my game today, there is the, I assume, wives or girlfriends of, or something of the team that we were playing just openly discussing butthole shaving practices just three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. And the one said, you know, Brandon, he never shaves his asshole. And I think all of his hair grows from his asshole. Which really disturbed me, because for the rest of the game, I tried to figure out which one Brandon might be, just based off other body hair, and how hairy this person... Is this something you run into a lot? Mm. Or, I suppose, in your past, you know, in single Dan days? It's hit or miss. It's like, I came home, and like I asked Steph, she goes, how was your game? I was like, do I need to shave my asshole? And she was like, what the fuck happened at your baseball game? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm serious. And she's like, I, I don't know. I guess you could trim it if you want. And I'm like, I'm not asking for me. I have no problems. I'm 34 years old. This is what I'm used to. What what do I have to do for you? And she goes, I, I'm not paying attention to it regardless. All right. And that's what I thought the whole world I feel like most straight couples probably. Uh... But now I'm concerned, dude. What if I've been putting her through hell for nine years, 10 years, however long we've been together? I'm just sitting here, you know, throwing some ankles up in the air. She's just like, uh, dude, you need to take care of this. This looks like 1970s shag carpeting down here. <clears throat> but I'm curious. I needed to ask an intellect expert. Hmm. Yeah, case by case basis. I'm going to have to do some continued research hmm. on it. I'll tell you that much. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, I needed to ask that one. I was going to ask it before, but since you decided to start the show e-fucking-immediately, the rest of them had to hear that. Yeah, the second uh, I said, all right, everybody, we had just just connected. 
I didn't That's give correct. Shane any time this week to dick around. No, not even not even a little bit, man. <clears throat> so, how has your week been? Oh, just fine until I got... What do the emoticons mean? I was just, you know, it's acknowledging that I saw your message. Oh, so that, that, it was just, all right. Is that normal practice for emoticons? That's what I do for most people. I don't know if it's normal for anybody Actually, else. Actually, but... I should not be asking you. You're the world's worst texter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. But I was. I was sitting there. I was trying to figure out what the fuck they meant. It's just, just I just skydiver. scroll through and click one. and You're such an asshole. It lets you know that I have seen your message without having to converse with you. Fair enough, fair enough. And apparently it makes you think. So. It did make me think. Yeah, survived uh, <clears throat> Survived all the smoke. Yeah, man. How bad did it get up by you? Pretty bad. So yeah. there was the, it rolled in on Tuesday, which actually scared the bejesus out of me originally. Because sure. I was working outside that morning. I was trimming my hedges and doing a little bit of lawn, uh, landscaping on the side of the house there. And there was nothing. It was fine. It was a normal day. And went back in and did some actual work and made dinner and took a shower and took the dog back outside at like 5.30. And all of a sudden, there's smoke everywhere. And oh, yeah. the fire department's only a few blocks away. And there were trucks, like with the sirens on, going somewhere. So my first, it hasn't rained here in six weeks. It's dry as shit. The lawn is kindling outside. My first thought, not knowing that there was Canadian smoke mm-hmm. coming down here, was like, Oh shit, like something's going on around here. Like we got a wildfire in this area. So it scared the shit out of me. So I'm trying to walk the dog and Google like Lehigh Valley fire and see if there's anything, you know, in the news. And I couldn't find anything. So when I got home and checked the weather channel, the the this uh, WFMZ app here, it said, uh, you know, the the air quality from the Canadian fires. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I haven't checked the weather. I have no need to check the weather. It hasn't rained yeah. in six weeks. Nothing. It's been the same weather pattern forever now. So I, I, I've not checked the weather regularly. So when that rolled in that afternoon out of nowhere, it legit scared the bejesus out of me with the fucking sure. fire company over there and going off. So, yeah, that one was uh, was bizarre. Wednesday was the worst day. Tuesday was the first day. Wednesday was the worst day. Um, mm. Yeah, it was bad. I ended up uh, breaking out some masks that day because I couldn't fucking breathe outside. Yeah, um, a lot of people did. There was a woman who, I mean, I feel bad, but I, I, there's no way she was right in the head. I don't, I don't know, but she's riding a bicycle, um, with the biggest tires I've ever seen in my life. Like I, like, I feel like, I feel like someone looked at her and said, we'll take the training wheels off, but we're still not totally confident. So we're going to expand the girth of those tires for you a little bit. Uh, but she's just riding up on a main fucking road. And she's got a mask on and she's just waving at cars and pointing at the mask and waving at cars. Like she's just out there doing the Lord's work. And I'm like, you're the one out there sucking oxygen in this. I'm in a car right now. One of us is smart, but she was riding around main road one handed. Yeah. I I took the dog for walk on Tuesday and I just went around the block and like my fucking chest hurt. <laughs> I don't know. We recorded Flyerside chat that night. I'm like, yeah. I'm fucking in pain right now. And then Wednesday was even worse. So when I took the dog just around the block that night, I was like, yeah, I'm putting on a fucking mask. I don't want to die. Uh, Did you um, smoke cigarettes growing up or no? No. That is okay. pet peeve numero uno in my life is cigarettes. Really? Disgusting, disgusting habit. Uh, okay. Um, absolutely hate it. So, uh, you know, I've 
I, I don't smoke either um, and, ha- and haven't in the past. Um, but a couple of my other buddies who we were all kind of texting, we had a game ones or we're supposed to have a game Wednesday night. And the one guy did the same thing as you kind of took the dogs out and was like, yeah, well, I got to get them out. Like when I feel like it's might be the easiest time and like not be terrible, took himself a mask out there as well. Um, and he got in and he was like, dude, it feels like how I used to feel trying to go to the gym after chain smoking from work to the gym. Like he would sit there and he'd have a 10 or 15 minute drive and he would smoke three or four cigarettes and then go on the treadmill. And he's like, oh, this is a bad decision. Feeling it all in his chest. He's like, this is what I feel like tonight. He's like, we got to cancel this game. And like, I feel like Ben fucking Davis is our commissioner. You, did you see Ben Davis's quotes? Mm-hmm. And, and what an asshole that guy is. I don't God know how anyone idiot. employs that no. fucking Lego head moron. But um, but yeah, man, we uh, we reached out to our commissioner. Apparently a bunch of teams did. Uh, and our commissioner is like, a, I don't know, like a 70-year-old just hardcore Republican lunatic. Mm. And uh, and he's like, we're fucking playing. Everyone's playing. It ain't bad out. And we're like, dude, if you were out here at 70 years old, like you'd die. Like you, you probably wouldn't be in the best of shape right now. So he forced us all to play. And then we were all sitting there in, in coaches chats trying to figure out, like, if we all say we're not going, like, he's not going to penalize. He's not going to sit there and take a game away from everybody. He's just going to say, fine, fucking make it up. So that's what we ultimately ended up doing, um, which, unrelated, we only had eight guys that were going to be coming. So I tried having Mikey D come out and play, and I asked him, I said, hey, man, did you ever play baseball? I think he said like when he was like eight years old or something. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he's like, but I'll definitely do it. I'm like, well, sure, fucking why not? Um, I felt so bad, man. I was going to be so much fun to sit there and take the field with him. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, we ended up, we having to cancel and, um, and yeah, dude, I mean, it was rough. We were watching the two dogs that week. So like not all, or so not only were we walking two dogs at home here, then I had to go drive over to the other person's house to go walk their dog. And I'm like, I'm not built for this, man. Like, not just regular life, but Jesus. So it did suck. Yeah, it was a unfun couple days there, that's for sure. Yeah, not great, dude. But it's gone for now, I guess. So, it may actually rain tomorrow, according to the really? weather. Really? That's great. Yeah, that's what it looks like. 80% chance. So. Oh, that's awesome. Hopefully. I, it's been it legit six weeks now since it, we had a good rain. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it drizzled a little bit on Tuesday, Thursday night because I took the trash Friday out for us, at, yeah. at like midnight, um, and it went outside and ah, smelled that nice little shower, the wet cement, oh, yeah. and everything. I was like, "Oh my god, I fucking forgot what that was like." I feel like I'm gonna be dicks hard for that when it happens, like when it really happens. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be super happy if it actually rains tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my god, much needed, much much needed. And... We um, so Friday night I got invited to um, so there's this guy in town who. Have you ever seen the show? I feel like we've talked about this. Daryl's house from Hall Notes. No. All right. It is actually very cool. Um, so he, he does live in Bucks County somewhere. I feel like it's probably like Newtown, but um, he has a, uh, a detached garage and he invites musicians and from everywhere um, 
to come and, and record and put on this this show, right? So this guy in town was like, I think it's a great idea. I'm assuming this is where he got the idea. So he converted his entire barn into not a studio, but like a stage type thing. And he has music acts that will come from wherever. And it's just like a bunch of people out sitting out in lawn and stuff. And dude, I, I mean, it's Friday night. And at that point, it hadn't yet started to drizzle a little bit. Um, and we sat down on the grass and like, it's like fucking razor blades mm-hmm. are going into your legs right now because it's so, it's so strawy. It was horrible. But what a fucking cool setup, though. I'm all in for live music. I wish it would make a genuine comeback. But, um, but yeah, dude, rain. We're talking about rain on this show. Yeah, it's where we're at now these days. Yeah, just. Oh, let's talk about chicken and waffles for a second. Because we talked oh, about this a couple I weeks ago. I love chicken and waffles. Right? Oh, so. I got I to gotta fucking do that again sometime. Oh, it's. I don't know that there's a better brunch option out there if you want to kind of just, you know, indulge in not so great food for you. Um, but so Steph was on vacation all week for the women's college world series. So it was Friday morning. Um, and I was like, Hey, I said, you know, it's very rare that you're around, you know, during the work day. So do you want to, you know, can I take you out to brunch? Um, shockingly, she said yes, without a fight, which is possibly the first time in nine years together. Now I also don't make decisions in this house in terms of plans because it doesn't matter what you choose. It's incorrect to your wife. Um, so this was, uh, another risk I was taking. So I said, Hey, we're going to go to, uh, there's this restaurant in Northbound in, uh, Souders, I think it is. Um, and I was like, yeah, I went there once before months ago and I was like, this, this is pretty good. We're, we're going to give this a go. So we're like three minutes away from this place in the car and this bitch, she goes, you know, I looked at their menu and I don't really think I'm going to like anything there. And I'm like, just now? She goes, last night. I'm like, we're three minutes away. <laughs> and she's like, well, what are you going to get? And I was like, well, do you want to fucking go to McDonald's? I was like, well, at this point, why'd you tell me? It's not like you, t- like you looked last night and you said, I'm not into this. You looked last night, slept on it, woke up, and decided... I'm not going to tell him. And then three minutes out, you said, I think now's the appropriate time. So now I'm definitely going to enjoy this fucking meal. So we go in, we sit down and she's like, why are we sitting outside? I'm like, we're not sitting outside, outside. It's an enclosed outdoor space. And she's, you know, the air quality is bad. I'm like, eat fast. (laughs) We're it's fucking enclosed. Like we're okay. So she sits there and she goes, well, I don't really know. I think I'm just going to get like pizza or something. Fucking you do whatever you want. Fine. So I get sexy fries. You know what those are? Fries with little thongs? No, but that's a good idea. I wouldn't mind that. So, <coughs> pardon me. Um, they are, it's like truffle oil, Parmesan cheese, hollandaise sauce, green onions, um, like cracked black pepper. It's They're very fucking good. So we get that as like an appetizer for no reason for brunch, just because I was like, you need to eat something good, um, like bad for you good. So we eat that. It's delicious. 
And I decide I'm going to get the chicken and waffles. Comes in like a, a, a maple bourbon uh, or bourbon maple syrup with, uh, with bacon in it, right? So it's delicious and terrible for you. So it comes out. She looks at it. She looks down at her pizza. And she goes, I think I want to try that. And I said, I think you want to walk the fuck home. Eat your pizza. Did not know that the server was right behind me <laughs> when I aggressively made a joking comment back to Steph. Legitimately, because Steph pees 45 times an, a, a day, when Steph got up to go to the restroom, the waitress pulled her aside and said, are you in a safe space? <laughs> because I jokingly said, you can't eat my chicken and waffles. Now, here's my question. Is that an appropriate response, regardless of joking or not? Based on the food alone. Like, if if I got a hot dog from your hot dog cart, and she said, I think I want to get a bite of that and, and have some of that, I'd be like, sure. Because it's not chicken and waffles. But I think, given the food selection of chicken and waffles... With a bacon bourbon maple syrup, I think the appropriate response was go fucking walk home. <laughs> Can you back me up on this or was that too aggressive? I mean, I wouldn't want anybody else eating my chicken and waffle. Thank you. But, you know, it's 2023. You can't just verbally accost someone without being looked at in <laughs> an odd manner. Uh... I didn't know she was there. <laughs> and to be fair... Steph was laughing because she knows, but obviously to a casual observer, it's, it looks a little strange. Probably, yeah. But here's the problem. Now I don't know if I can go back because I put a reservation in to go to brunch. <laughs> Another so she's fucking place like, I got to cross off the same can go to. Be like, I'm going to put in a reservation next time. I'm going to get a call an hour before. Um, unfortunately, we have to uh, boot your reservation time, but you could try again next week. That's what's going to happen. All because I just wanted to eat my own chicken and waffles, which I still gave her some. Chivalry isn't dead. No, man, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I'm a very good guy. I'm <sighs> hungry for chicken and waffles. God damn it, dude! It's so good. <sighs> also, because this is the stage of life we're in. Afterwards, you know, we're sitting there and I'm waiting. We're just waiting for the check to come, and. This is just so depressing. This is my life. And I'm just like, sex when we get home? Like, that's, there's no, like, spontaneity anymore. There's no, like, <laughs> feeling it out. It's just like a, like a gentleman's agreement. Like, I put my hand out, we shake on it, and we're like, yes. It's so depressing. So I'm just like, sex when we get home? She's like, I'm on my period. I'm like, God damn it. I was like, why don't you ever consult me with this? Guess when the check came out? Right then. And here I am. Joking around, I'm definitely. I definitely can't go back there, or at least I'm gonna have to use someone else's. I'm gonna have to use like Cosmo Kramer as a name. Hmm. I still think it's appropriate for chicken and waffles. It's that's a dish that you just you don't want to share. Yeah, that is fair. Ooh, actually, this is a this is a good chicken and waffle question. Are you so if you get it out? Yeah, we'll do both. So if you get it out, do you prefer it to be bone-in pieces or do you prefer it to be like just a, a thigh 
uh, like a boneless thigh. Yeah, preferably boneless. A boneless thigh. Yeah. And if you make it at home, same thing. You're likely doing like a bone-in breast, or, yep, or, yeah. excuse me, boneless a breast boneless or breast, thigh. Yeah. Okay. Um. So making it at home, I always use uh, boneless thighs. I always thought that was just like to me that's the natural way to eat that. I got it out uh, a couple months ago, and I got a like a bone-in thigh, a bone-in drum, uh, and a wing. It's a totally different eating experience, but it's really fucking good. I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah it was. It made me reconsider. Like how I will make it when I make it at home again next time, because I obviously I prefer bone-in pieces if I'm going to cook. Sure. Um, but I just never thought about that for the breakfast or brunch eating experience. Fascinating stuff. I'm sure through 20 minutes of this show, the people are just like, "When can we get to the questions?" <laughs> Got talking about butthole hair and chicken and waffles. <clears throat> Yeah, just another week of Flareside Chat. Um, did we get any questions in for uh, a day early? I'd be shocked. Eh, I got some. Yeah. Yeah, we got a link. A Twitter link here. Okay. That takes us to a page from the Daily Mail Online. It says... Okay. Pizza Hut causes furious foodie debate after debuting controversial new pickle-topped pie. I don't think that's a controversial, like, topping any longer. Oh, these fucking dirtbags. <laughs> Slice of pickle on a so, cheese pizza not... with some kind of white sauce. What do you think it would be? Like a bechamel or... Ranch? Ranch, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really need yeah, I don't know what you would... I don't know what you would put on pickle pizza, huh? Maybe like a like a mayo sriracha or something? It's also a pizza hut. I doubt it's anything that fancy. It's probably just straight ranch or mayo. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Fair enough. Um, look, I'm, I'm out on pickles on anything. Um, but... Uh, pizza. And like I said, it's it's not a controversial topic anymore. Like there, most pizzerias have them on their menu now as well, which drives me crazy. But like pickle pizza is a normal thing now. Yeah, like oh, pickles on anything. Fuck. So I there are a lot of there's random things that. Well, I guess we'll call them millennials, but it's kind of them as the central, and then slightly older and slightly younger, that have just kind of made a thing like an obsession with pickles is ridiculous but it's everywhere because of these people an obsession with their dogs and talking for them and shit everywhere taking pictures like this <laughs> fuck the millennials like that's just kind of like where they're at like there's just certain things Aren't always we both with a drink i don't know what i am honestly i don't i don't check the google machine on on what, where we just outside of a millennial range i think we're uh, you might be one. I think I'm outside What's of it. What's a millennial? Um, but yeah, like avocados, like they just fucking 
love avocados now, just for no reason. Nature's born, fat. born between 1981 and 96 is considered a millennial, so I guess I'm technically a millennial. Okay, so we both we are. Both Look are. at that. Yeah. I just made the cutoff. Anyone yeah, from stupid. 97 onward is Gen Z. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think there's just random things that are just uh, that just really caught on when social media really started to kind of bloom. There um, are people that are weirdly obsessed with pickles. Oh yeah, yeah. like they have pickle sandwiches now. That yeah. I mean, pickle cocktails. Um, the fact that I think the most aggressive and unnecessary thing on the planet is garnishing a plate with pickle. Don't if I'm getting a deli sandwich, don't fucking put if I. Also, let's talk about this, Dan. Let's talk about it. If you go to a Jewish deli and you sit there and you say, I would like, name your sandwich, and say it typically has pickles on it. And you say, with everything but the pickles. And they say, not a problem. You know what they're still going to garnish your plate with? Fucking pickle. <laughs> if I took it off the damn sandwich, don't put one on the plate. Hmm. That's aggressive. It's unnecessary. I feel like it's just what you, you would do in that situation. It though. isn't, though. Say, oh, I don't want mayo on the sandwich. So they'll usually give it to you on the side or something. Little, I don't think, wait, all right, that actually makes sense. But fine. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's, that's not a bad idea, though. If you say, I don't want mayo on the sandwich, maybe they put it on the side. Maybe. And if they do, it is gen- it was actually... On the side, it's on a separate in a separate little cup. Yeah, and it's not just polluting the rest of the dish <laughs> with its juices. They don't just put the fucking sandwich on top of the pickles. They put the pickles on the fries or the chips yeah. or the bread, and you're like, "Wow, I can eat a quarter of this sandwich right now before I start tasting pickle." Chicken pizza always does that too. Get you know, Ch- whether a burger or cheesesteak. Oh the, the, god, the pickles under under the fucking burger <sighs> or something. The whole bottom bun gets soaked in that shit. And... I know, and like with chicken pizza, they'll wrap it. And put it underneath mm-hmm. as if it's not going to seep through that wrapping. It's like, no. It, now everything <laughs> in the box tastes and smells like pickles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> My whole point is it's not a controversial thing anymore. It's a moronic thing. It shouldn't exist. You don't have to put pickles on everything. And why fuck up pizza? Let me ask you this. Actually, we I, I vaguely feel like we've had this conversation before, and if we have, just stop me. But are you someone who, if you're trying a new place, whether like if it's a sandwich place, if it's a pizzeria, are you someone who is going to kind of – you'll go to the menu and you'll say, all right, here, this is one of their specials. This is going to tell me you know, who this mom-and-pop place is. Or are you someone that's going to walk in and say, I want a slice of regular plain pizza? Because if if you can't do that, I don't trust you to do the other shit. Mm. I think if you're going to a pizza place, I typically just get a slice of whatever looks good at what they have sitting out. Okay. Are there in their things? Are there, you know, pie of the day kind of things they got chilling out? See, I'm... I've always been, the first time I go somewhere, I want to get your simplest dish. And it's like normal, most natural form. And I want to see if you can do that. Like if, if you have, if your crust is good, if we're talking specifically pizza place, like if your crust is good, great. That's a, that's a huge win. Like if you're using 
cheese that actually has flavor and doesn't, you know, just melt to serve a visual purpose. Great. But for me, it's the sauce. Like if you could tell this is a genuine homemade sauce with a little bit of character, I'm here for it. Like that is, that's the sell for me. Um, and I feel like when you start adding in, like if I was to get like, I don't know, sausage, peppers and onions or something on a, on a pie, which is a great pie. Um, it takes away from my recognition of the crust, my recognition of the cheese, my recognition of the sauce. So I always go for the simplest form first. Uh, and if I like that, I'm like here for it. This, this is great. Now I'll try your other shit. Hmm. I think it's the way to go. I feel like if there was a new local place that popped up or something, I could do that. But yeah. uh, typically when I stop at these places, I mean, you know, places I typically won't ever visit again or, or not regularly anyway. So I just go in and get a, you know, whatever is, looks good, eat it, and move on with my life. That's fair. Uh, this person asks, what is your favorite cooking competition show? Hmm. I always loved uh, Cutthroat Kitchen, Dalton Brown. <clears throat> Worst Cooks in America, the first episodes of that are always good, when these people just have absolutely fucking literally no idea what they're doing. Though when they get better, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> Great food truck race I always enjoy. What is that? It's, uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Tyler Black, Tyler Brown, Tyler... Whatever. Oh, they're a color. That's fine. You get a bunch, <laughs> get a bunch of food trucks, and they uh, go out and do challenges every week, and they have to collect a certain amount of money. That sounds they awesome. Get eliminated. Yeah, Tyler. What the hell's the guy's name that runs? Yeah, dude, show? check that out. That that sounds awesome. All um, these shows, I think, are still on a Discovery Plus, by the way, because they're my they're my go to like night watches. Sure. Great food. Um. Christ. Who so. I will, I'll never turn any. Tyler off. Florence. There you go. Yeah, you were real fucking close there, bud. I got Tyler right. <laughs> I think it was the last name. Um, I don't know that there's a lot of shows like Stephanie and I will watch. Chopped Kitchen. is always a classic. I apparently look like the one dude on Chopped. Um, not now, but certainly 30, <laughs> 40 pounds ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. One thing I will say is, like, for me, so, I, and I do very similar, um, there are chefs who have YouTube channels that I will just, I'll watch. And, Nadia G's Bitchin' Kitchen? Big fan of her. <laughs> Nadia G's Bitchin' Kitchen? She's fucking German and French Quebec or something like that. Her accent is just glorious. No shit. Oh. All right. Uh, look, I'm going to when I listen back to this, I'm going to have so much stuff to do. Um, Brian Lagerstrom. Uh, love it. I Although I will admit, are there any is there anything that always draws a negative reaction from you when you hear it or see it? As like in... it's like a reflex. Like when someone chews like nasty. Like, is there a reflex that, like, you would have where it's like you're not in control of it at this moment? Um, I mean, there are certain pet peeves, but I don't know if there's right. one where I'm just, you know, ready, ready to fucking bomb the place or something. I might watch 
20 to 30 individual videos from Brian Lagerstrom a week, whether it's during the workday or when I'm kind of unwinding at night like you. At the end of every video, he goes, let's eat this thing just like that. And the second I start to hear it, if I don't cut the video before he gets to that point, I throw whatever is nearest to me. It's like a reflex. I can't stop. Also, my dog farted so loud just now. Did you hear that? It vibrated my thigh. <laughs> like his asshole is on my thigh. Like there's a strong possibility that there is just dog hair and shit on my thigh. Lovely. Just nasty. <clears throat> um, Joshua Weissman. It's a good one. Although he annoys me with some of his talking bits. But a very good... I, I, do you watch any YouTube cooking stuff? Just offhand? Or not really? Mm, not recently no okay so for anyone who does or anyone who might want to consider it um a lot of these individuals who have these cooking channels now they do some really cool stuff so there's one that's like uh like joshua weissman does uh, a series called like but better so like he'll go out and he'll get like chicken tikka masala and he'll be like all right I'm going to see if what I can make at home is a better version of what I could get for takeout plus like the, the, the cost of everything. And then there's another one that's like, um, you know, meals for under $3 or something. Um, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff that you can find on there in terms of like, if I wanted a meal prep for a week, you know, and I don't know if, if, and if you're like me, well, you and this really might apply to you because um, you live alone. One of the biggest things that her and I run into is we will we'll get groceries. And if we like we will almost always be throwing something like food away or I'll be making something just to make it before it goes like before the food will go bad. And then I'll just be like, I'll walk to the neighbor's house. And be like, here, guys, if you want any of this here. Um, you know, I'll go drive, you know, some over to my dad and stuff like that. Um, but there's like a whole series on like making food, uh, with the ingredients, like within your house that you typically have that maybe don't go bad, uh, or are less likely to go bad. And it's been great. Like, it's not something I do religiously, but big, big fan of the, of the mini series that are on all these different chefs, uh, channels. You have to look at that. Typically, I cook two servings, one for that night and then leftovers the following day. For, for I typically lunch. cook like I'm an Italian and I'm cooking for, for 50 people. people and, uh, <laughs> um, There's, so there bad. are times, you know, there's some leftovers every week that I end up throwing out, but um, I don't think it's. Ooh, are you a genuine food? Um, it's more just leftovers that I throw out instead of stuff that I never got around to using. Do you are you a leftover guy? Like, do you like leftovers? Eh, it's hit or miss. It's more just sustenance for the day than enjoying okay. it. So that's something else that I've learned. Um, there are certain proteins that I know I'm going to be good with for leftovers. There are certain proteins I know I won't. Um, there are certain well, vegetables. That is true. There are certain things that you know heat up better the following day than. Yeah, um, it's been 
so like and i've learned a lot more of that over the years um but yeah man it's when i cook shit like i know both neighbors on both sides of me they're getting dinners or whatever uh and like i said i'll likely run some stuff over to my dad or i'll be eating uh... it I went to the butcher on Friday, and they they got a rump roast, and the only ones they had are like three and a half pounds. So I'm gonna be eating all week from when oh, I yeah. make this fucking rump roast. So. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, I don't know. And what sucks, like, I love smoking, um, so meats, not uh, cigarettes. Yes, not cigarettes. Um, but like, if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna um. Like if you're gonna smoke a brisket or something, like, you know, that's that's more than just two meals there. That's a lot of fucking food. Yeah. Um, you know, it's even a rack of ribs. Like, if I'm gonna smoke a rack of ribs, like that's theoretically more than two meals. Um, and I think that's that's part of the hard thing. Is mm, you know, I'll make a ribs. God damn. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I might do that tomorrow, honestly. Um. Or not tomorrow, I guess Tuesday. But uh, I don't know. Like every week I make a whole chicken. Like I, I Sundays I sit there and I brine it overnight. Mondays, um, you know, I'll take it out and I'll, uh, I'll marinate it for, for a bit if, if I'm going to do something like that. And if not. I love throwing on. full chickens in the crock pot. So I don't. Because it gives I'll me an opportunity them. to focus then on a side dish like an Alfredo or a mac and cheese or some kind of fancy yeah. side dish that I typically, you know, would not make as a meal by itself, but don't have yeah. time to make if I'm making something else more, more intuitive, just throwing a full one in there let it cook and then have a chicken for dinner in the left. Oh man. So easy, big fan of easy from time to time. Every year I like, I, I sit there and I, I make it like a, a goal of mine to, make better use of my crock pot, like use it at least once a week. Right. Because you're right. Like, it, you know, I, I would not put a whole chicken in there, but, um, but if I was to get like a, a handful of breasts, like I feel like that's probably the safest way to make breasts and not have them suck. Um, you know, I think you feel like you're, you got a lot of room there. Put some um, chicken breasts in there and stuff them with feta cheese. Oh, baby. Sure. Like, I, I mean, there's, it, they're so versatile and, and, it really is. It's just turn this shit on and have a day. Yeah. Um, but like, that's exactly why I smoke a, a whole chicken, uh, at least once a week is, you know, I sit there and it's like, all right, you know, I can eat the wings like right away that night. Um, then I can break the rest of it down and use it for however many meals I want. Like if I want to make like, uh, like a chicken and pasta dish. Great. If I want to make like, uh, well, I'll just, uh, like a shredded chicken sandwich or a sliced chicken. Like, just, it do so much shit. It's wonderful. Uh, this person says, corner or center cut brownie? Um, I absolutely love brownies. They're see, like, I can't put brownies in the house or I'm going to fucking eat them. I, I would look like shit really? in a week if I just had endless brownies in here. Like I, 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 they're the one sweet that I just cannot resist, but I try my best to not have because I cannot. Are you a fudge myself. brownie or? Oh yeah, uh, brownies are best when they're just barely cooked, just cooked enough to okay. stay to bake, I guess, to to stay together. Oh, sure. oh, 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 oh baby, talk dirty to me. <laughs> I'm not a not a huge brownie guy, but I would say that if, uh, you know, if I 
were to have my selection of a centerpiece or one with a little bit of crunch on it, I'd want the, I'd want at least the two textures. I'd want that like melt in your mouth kind of yeah, softness that you're talking about. Piece, but an edge piece, a side piece thing where half of it's nice and the other that's half. The, oh. That's the one. Oh, think, baby. I think that's, that's the correct answer is, is one of the, one of the long sides, not the corner corner, but something where you get that soft, uh, like cakiness, but then you also have that crisp bite on the, uh, on the yeah, other end. We need end. to run a giant after we're done here. Get some <laughs> God. <laughs> you do that. I can't. Steph will kill me. <laughs> so will my cardiologist. Uh, this person says, what's the most popular book you've never read? I feel like anything from your typical high school uh, curriculum I never read back in the day, and I have no interest in reading now. Okay, so let's let's talk about that though for a second. Um, the only book I've read that I was supposed to read in high school that I didn't that I've gone back to was uh, Brave New World. I think everything else okay. I've just completely avoided. Um, so I will say one that I have tried to read, and I just continue to put it down. Um, I just, uh, <clears throat> sorry, hold on. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I, these allergies just don't go that. I'm so excited for, uh, for some fucking rain, dude. Yeah. Like it's, it's so when I was trimming my fucking hedges on Tuesday, uh, you know, you got the, the fake chainsaw thing out there yeah. and you hit it and goes, <laughs> and it goes, <laughs> Just a poof oh, of fucking ball and came off of everything. You like, better keep wearing fuck? that mask. <laughs> um, the the one thing, and this upsets people all the time. I hate The Great Gatsby. I cannot get into it. Um, I don't like any of the characters. Um, I I don't. You know, obviously, I'm I'm not like going to connect to that world. Um, I just I can't do it. Um, but we watched the movie. We what I was gonna... supposed to read the book too, but was... we do watch the movie. So, so I, I, I at least know what happens. Eh. So let's talk about this though. So I do think it's a very different experience. So, and we've talked about the like reading curriculum books before. I don't know that I'm prepared to count those as you having read them. Because I don't believe that a lot of kids genuinely read cover to cover what those books are. And I don't believe that they read them to enjoy them. I think that they read them specifically. I think being forced to read books is the reason why I didn't read books for a lot of years. I think it's the reason for a lot of students who do that. I think what, personally, I think that you have to find a way as as an educator to find to find a way to pique the interest of the student in reading and in storytelling um to have them want to and desire to read these books and hear these stories for themselves um and not specifically because hey this has been the reading curriculum for 60 years and we're not going to fucking change it you know like i just you know diary of anne frank like there's not an eighth grade kid across the fucking country who read that book and said i fucking love it but we have to read i don't think we had to read that one we read Night, but we didn't read Diary of Anne Frank. Okay, well, regardless. Um, there are, are books like that, though, where you're just... I, like I think I mentioned before, we had to read Animal Farm before we mm. had any yeah. genuine 
recognition. We were that eighth grade. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you know yeah. politically in eighth grade? Yeah. Like it doesn't. It's not going to click the way it's. Of course, supposed you're reading in school, so you're supposed you're supposed to know all the political insides and outs of what it's talking about. But like, you're not. What? Like it's <laughs> like, it's. What's it's communism? It's, <laughs> it's unacceptable. Yeah. So that's where I sit there and I say, all right, like, sure, a lot of people have read certain books and certain pieces of literature, but if you read it for school, if you read it purely for the sake of giving a book report, which. A, Basically, is let's just go on Cliff Notes and mm-hmm. grab enough of it. Um, if you read it specifically to be able to partake in conversation uh, and like debate in class, like it's very different than picking that book up at 20 years old and saying, I'm choosing to read Moby Dick right now. Like that's a very different read and a very different uh, way that you're going to interpret that story. So I don't really know. You know, I, I, I would say like there are a lot of books that. When I was in school, I was forced to read and, you know, I either didn't read them, read the cliff notes or read them begrudgingly and didn't really grasp what the story was. But I would go back years later and I would say, you know what? I want to read Catcher in the Rye. You know, I want to read Catch 22. I I, want to read, um, I don't know, pick, pick a fucking, pick any Dickens, just anything. Um, you know, it's a killing mockingbird, which is now one of my favorite books of all time. Um, you know, I, I wasn't ready to understand racism and, and the legal system and, and what life would be like in the South at fucking seventh grade. Like, it's just, there are certain things that are above you and it does it, it just an injustice there. So what I would say is, um, for this question, I think a lot of people have not read very popular books, um, for that matter, but just for hype, for hypotheticals, there have been a lot of books that have come out over the last 10 or 15 years say that people have just fawned over. Are there any books like that that you haven't read? Um, I don't know what last time I read a new popular book. Yeah. So you're, yeah. Okay. I bought, uh, the complete works of Plato maybe six months ago and just for funsies. What, Plato's Republic? It was the complete works. It's everything that he's done, every everything okay. that he published in one one release, and uh, I've tried to read it. It's just fucking complete and utter gibberish. So <laughs> that one, uh, I've tried to read Dracula multiple times, Bram Stoker's version, and just can't fucking get through more than maybe a quarter of it because it reads Is it just like the a, language. It's the language. It reads like fucking Nosferatu, the original black and white movie. Like that's what I have in my head playing the entire sure. time. It's like I just can't get over it. Uh, and, you know, it's very. Uh, different i guess um but yeah i would assume any book that uh, you were supposed to read in school i have not read um even if like i, I don't even know if i could read catcher in the rye now just because like, I, I associate it with fucking high school <laughs> dude it's it's hard i told you i think it was like 2017 maybe when stephanie and i did our first uh reading like challenge and that was one of our categories was like you're gonna pick a book or, or two books or whatever it was that were on our like junior high or high school reading list that we had to read in school. And had it not been for that, I too, I would have never gone back and read, read any of these. Um, but the reality of it was, and I think, I think what really helped was the first one I revisited was animal farm and I love it. Um, and then the second one that I revisited 
was to kill a mockingbird and i love that um so it made me excited to go back and read them under a different eye and you know having experienced life a little bit uh this person says what is the thing that annoys you most about your partner I assume your sexual partner, not uh, me and you. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> would be... You want to get into that? We can open that can of worms. We might as well. Um, no, uh, I would say, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, man. So it's bad when I just, what one's the best one is what's coming <laughs> to my mind right now about stuff. <laughs> Uh, not like it, just like, oh man, this is so hard. Uh, no, it's very fucking easy. Now I'm just trying to do it and like shrink the list down. Um, I would say my biggest pet peeve with her is the fact that the phone is never out of her hands and she's always doing three, four, five things at a time. And it feels like nothing ever gets her full attention, uh, outside of her job. Um, and that's, uh, that's tough. Um, I think he very, like, when he's here and has to do work, he likes to have something going in the background, whether it's music or television or something like that. Whereas when I like to work, whether it's actual work or writing or something like that, I need silence, complete and total, like, can't have anything around to focus. So if, you know, we're both here at the same time and working, um... We need to be, like, in different floors of the house. Yeah. It drives me nuts, if I can hear that, because it distracts the shit out of me. So, so work-wise, I need something else going on, whether it's an audiobook or a podcast or music. I need something on uh, in the background. If I'm writing, like creative writing and working on my own shit, I need people to not be home. I need the neighbors to not be home. Oh, yeah. I need yeah. nothing going on around me so that I can't get distracted. Unless I'm writing out of a coffee shop. And for whatever reason, what's going on? Got some birds on in the window there. Oh. For whatever reason, coffee shops do stimulate storytelling for me. So it just. I don't mind music if I'm cooking. Oh, hell yeah. Or, or you've got to have like music that, or cooking. podcasts or something. But man. But I'm trying to focus and get shit done. Like those, the, the background noise, the noise is shit out of me. Um, Jesus Christ, dude! I forgot that I'm up in the upper right hand corner of my screen, and I, I'm like, I'm just sitting here. I was looking at the dog, but I'm picking up my coffee mug, and all I saw was a black object going up <laughs> right next to your head, and I'm like, there's a fucking gun. In your studio. I thought I was witnessing murder. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Oh, Jesus. That, that sucked. Oh. Whew. All right. Everybody's safe. We're all good. Everything's grand. Oh, God. Uh, this person says, whatever happened to Grace? Uh, Grace left to pursue a career opportunity. And, uh... Yep. Would not be able to uh, be part of the shows any longer, time-wise. So she gracefully bowed out. Pun <laughs> intended. There. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, she wants to come back. The door's open. She was awesome. So she was great. They had a really nice show. Uh, you know, the two of them, um, her and Katie, had great chemistry. 
this person says, who would win in a fight? A polar bear on coke or a mountain lion on meth? Oh, shit. That's a great question. <laughs> this is stupidest ones that make me think too much. Um, Polar bear on coke or mountain lion on meth? I feel like a mountain lion is just a scrappy son of a bitch. Like, I feel like it doesn't even need the aid of... It's also taking on a fucking polar bear. Whatever. It's faster. I think it's a mountain lion on meth. I'd take the polar bear. I don't know, man. I, the coke part of it, for sure, makes it interesting. Hmm. But but I'm 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 pretty confident in in my mountain lion. Whatever. <laughs> Done? Done making noise over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I got allergies, man. You don't have to do it directly into the microphone. Just, just gross. Oh, dude, it's terrible. It's no wonder that Steph sits there. I think that's the real reason she pees every single time. I I say, sex right now? (laughs) She goes to the bathroom to psych herself up. Like, you can get through this disgusting half hour. Just, it'll be over quick. Uh, this person says, do you know how to drive a motorcycle? Yeah, I built a motorcycle in high school. Um, so, yes. I've never driven one. I always wanted to do it when I was a kid, but now I don't know if I would ever uh, voluntarily. Uh, really? You know. Eh. So, about, me and a buddy, we built one uh, in high school. We literally, he went to the Bucks County Library and he bought, or bought, he checked out four or five uh, books on how every part of a motorcycle operates. We turned his, uh, there was like a, um, uh, like a storage container that was on his property. We turned that into a workshop. Uh, and then he went to like, or him and his brother had went to like junkyards, found pieces and parts that, that were needed. Um, yeah, we bought other ones online, had them shipped there. So we built this motorcycle. Um, and I still remember, if anyone knows where Graham Park is, uh, it's off County Line Road in uh, Warrington. I had never ridden a motorcycle at that point. Um, but I had, like I said, I had, we built this in, you know, over the course of a couple months. Um, so he wrote it down. Uh, to Grand Park. I had followed him down with my truck and he was like, you want to try riding it? I said, sure. So I got on and uh, <laughs> got on, flew down the straight, came back up. I was giddy. I was like, this is <laughs> amazing. I'm so here for it. We did not tighten the um, the kickstand. So when I put it down, he just wa- as I'm walking to t- it had to have looked in slow motion to him. I get off the bike, I start walking towards him at the truck. The bike's sitting there and just slowly falling into the <laughs> ground and then falls and smashes the side of it. So this thing that we built gets all scraped up. The left um, 
the left mirror gets shattered. And we're like, God damn it. So then we had to fix that up. But uh, but yeah, so we, we built that. That was my first time riding one when I was 20. Uh, I bought a motorcycle. Um, and at the time, I was dating a girl who raced motocross. Um, and she... At, so I had purchased it. And she was at away at a race, uh, like a, a racing event. And someone that she had grown up racing with had gotten into a serious, serious accident. So when she had gotten back, her father had gotten rid of, uh, or had said like, Hey, we like, I can't in good conscience have you guys out there on these things anymore, racing and doing this stuff. So I was so excited to be like, I bought a motorcycle. And she was like, she came over to my house. She was all upset. She was crying. She was like, I have to stop racing motocross. My dad's selling the bikes. And I'm like, hmm. so then I kind of hit it for like two, three weeks. Uh, and then, you know, she saw me getting off it and she was like, did you fucking buy that? Yes. <laughs> so I got rid of it shortly thereafter, but yeah, a lot of fun. I don't think I would ever ride one again, but, um, I just, there's too fucking many of us, man. Like these, the roads, one, the roads here are terrible. Um, you know, but two, I mean, just every, every five to 10 years, if you take a look at the amount of people that are on, on these roads now at any given time, it's so busy and people are more distracted on the road than at any time before. Um, it's just not, not that they were ever safe, but this has to be the least safe time to ride a motorcycle. Oh yeah, if I had one, I would not go on a highway of any kind. Eh. Yeah, man, it's Hell no. uh, it's it's just terrifying. Um, but uh, but they are great. Um, you know, maybe in a different life, a different time. Um, you know, I, I'd be all for it. But <sighs> is what it is. Whose jersey is it, by the way? Charlie Blackman. Ramos. I forget what his first name is. But okay. Some dude named Ramos. I moved this one into the um, wear about rotation here because I picked up a JD Hammer Gamer. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Did it come with the glasses? No. Nah. Damn shame. Um, and we killed an hour already. Oh, that was it. It's going to bother me. What the hell was this guy's first name? I'm going to have to look it up. Where the hell are you going? Well, Dan's just exited stage right. What? Uh, do you still use that old laptop for anything in particular? This is my current one. My current daily use one. Oh, okay. BP. What am I looking for? Jersey. Jersey yep. database. There it is. What was this fucking guy's name? Kelly's MLB. Rockies. Roberto Ramos. Okay. Team issued. There you go. I'm still pissed off that my team voted for uh, Ole Miss colors as opposed to uh, my proposed Rockies. 
colors. What a just awesome, awesome color. Yeah, his purple jerseys are sick. Oh, Especially on so the Sabbath. Nice. So, okay. Um, oh, God damn it. I feel like I was just going to say something. Clearly wasn't that important. Oh, sure. It wasn't nothing I say on the show. It's overly important. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the umpire at our game today, uh, or one of the umpires, was a guy who used to umpire me as a player, remembered me, uh, and asked what happened. So that was fucking great. Dude's got to be like 80 years old now, which is really, I do, th- <laughs> it's got to be hard, you know, as, as you sit there and like, like this guy just shouldn't be out on the field um, anymore, but you know, it's probably the thing that brings him like the most joy in his life and he's been doing it forever, you know, but at like 80 something years old, you know, seeing him out there as the base ump and you're like, you know, he's going to blow some calls like. God damn it. And then he comes up and he's so fucking nice and he somehow remembers you'd like just clear his day. Like he remembered my jersey number. Uh, he remembered a single hit that I had had during a game that he had umpired. And this has got to be, God, 15 years ago, something like that. And I'm like, I just, I don't know how. He's old then. He's older now. I was talking to my uh, neighbors across the street. So I there's, the guy a couple houses down um, is on vacation right now, and I'm taking care of his koi pond and his flowers. Um, okay. And the guy next to him is currently painting his house. And these people are, are relatively new. They've been here for a couple of years now, but I haven't run into him in a, uh, a whole bunch. Um, and he knew my name. And for the fucking life of me, I don't remember his or his oh, wife's. the worst. So I'm there, you know, he's like, can you, he's a big fucking dude. And he's on this rickety ladder, fucking leaned against the house, painting. And I'm like, oh, God. He's like, you want to hold this for me? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I was talking to him and talking to his wife. And I'm like, oh, you know, they keep saying Daniel. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these people's names are. And after, <laughs> you know, BSing for half an hour, I'm like, well, I can't ask now. <laughs> like... Nope. So I gotta wait for uh, Gary to come home and ask him, like, what the fuck are these people named? Yeah, that's that's usually. I sit there and I have full on conversations, and then I'll turn to Stephanie and I'll be like, "Who the fuck was that?" And she's like, "How the fuck did you just talk to them for an hour and not remember?" There's a couple who of people when I walk is. the dog that are on the same same thing. Yeah, the house a couple blocks over. The guy he was working in his yard sometime and. Comes and says hi to the dog, and he told me his name once. I think it's Ben, but I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> so, God. terrible, terrible with names and birthdays and shit like that. Like, I think my sister's birthday's today, but I'm not entirely sure. It's sometime in June. Mm. But my sister's birthday's we're, today. We're getting close. I think it's today. Maybe it was yesterday. Could be tomorrow. I'm, I I'm no kidding. Idea. I have no idea when my sister's birthday is. I I can remember months, but I cannot remember days. I don't know. You're September ish. Cole yes. is March ish. My sister's mid June. I'm August twenty sixth, I think. But I could not tell you any of those specific dates. So when March rolls around, I'm always yep. like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" You know? just gotta swipe a uh, swipe his wallet. Take a look at the ID. Oh, it's not a bad idea. 
<clears throat> I never told anyone when my birthday was. And one day my buddy Donald, fucking goddamn Donald, man, goes into my wallet, takes a picture of my ID and sends it to everyone. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And he was just like, well, now we all know when your birthday is. Is that illegal? That feels know, illegal. It's absolutely illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I came in and all of a sudden everyone's sitting there celebrating this day that I'm like you, too, by the way. I, I grew up thinking my birthday was September 9th. And rather than my parents just being like, it's the 14th, Shane, they were just like, all right, we'll celebrate his birthday on the 9th. It's <laughs> like, no, you don't just pick the day that you made your vaginal escape. No. Stupid. I also just fucking said my birthday on this show. Despite, well, fucking whatever. No one's going to listen to that and remember it far enough There's away. There's no way. To, yeah, an hour and eight minutes into this show, nobody's going to. Yeah. No one yeah. makes it this far anyway. Eh. I make it this far. Not whilst <laughs> recording, but lost <laughs> listening. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Certainly been something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Got anything else? Uh, I do not think so. I definitely feel like there was stuff I fully intended to talk about today. We're only about a month away from the best ofs dropping. Oh, that's awesome. So, that should piss some people off. Mid-June. Yeah. Get uh, Three of them are finished. The fourth one's just about done. I have to arrange it and kind of edit it together, but it's still... Uh, the clips are more yeah. or less done. Nice. So, <clears throat> I think I've heard the three finished, correct? Or two finished? Uh... I feel like I've heard three. I should have sent you all three. I know there's I, yeah, at least I feel two, like probably that. three. Um, yeah, so they'll be out in the public soon. Eh. Well, all right. <laughs> oh, God. All right, everyone. We'll call it a day here. Um... Don't know what the schedule looks like yet this week. Um, we do have a bunch of pre-recorded frequent flyers. I'm sure we'll get somebody back on here to talk all the uh, flyers moves that um, Provrov fella and at least Hart and Lawton rumors and all this shit. Things are heating up here at the the, the flyers. So be, we'll be back at some point, you know, to talk about stuff and things. And, uh... At Dan the Flyer fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. Um, there is uh, the open call audition for Brotherly Pod potential co-hosts uh, for season six. There's a link on the website. I got to put it under the podcast page. It's currently three or four articles deep on the front page if you want to check that out. But... Um, Looking for uh, looking for new people. So if you want to sit here and do this show, well, not this show. This show's sacred, so sacred <laughs> that I had to hold off praising my uh, Mariah Carey for a little while. But we appreciate it. If you want to want to take your hand, try your hand at uh, this uh, this brotherly pod thing. Auditions will be happening throughout the summer, so. You can do that, brotherlypuck at gmail.com. The, the um, page is on the uh, the front page of Brotherly Puck. It was uh, stickied up there. Maybe I'll put it, uh, put it back on, on top. But 
you know, uh, yeah. And uh, Shane! You guys can get me on Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. Uh, as always, keep writing and calling in your questions and stories, 267 227 uh, And take a look at uh, at this open audition thing. This is um, it's always pretty exciting when you sit there and you start expanding uh, you know, your, your podcast family as a guy who used to run his own network. Um, it was as great as it was as a, as a small, intimate little project with, uh, with what started out as just me and two buddies when we grew it to, uh, having, uh, a staff of 15 or 18, I think by the end, um, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, you, you meet a lot of really cool people, uh, make a lot of really good friendships. So, um, Definitely give a give a look on that link to uh, to uh, to Dan. Is it on your page or just the podcast page right now? Uh, it was a tweet from me. I retweeted on the Brotherly Pod thing. The yep. link, the 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 article itself is on the front page of BrotherlyPod.com. I'll move a link to the podcast page as well cool. when I'm done here. So check it out, everyone. And uh, I think that's it. So until next time, everyone. Goodbye and good nights. Bitch! <laughs> nice Aaron Paul. <laughs> There's nothing better than well-placed we want, bitch at the end of the sentence. Eh. It, Great. Dude, a well-placed bitch is just so good. I would argue that it is, outside of, it's the best word on the planet. Well, we almost made it through a whole episode with Evan and Mute and anything. Oh, shit. We're still recording. My bad. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Fuck.